Welcome to Let's Talk. Here we will focus on the hustle, the juggle, and everyday struggle of small business. We will be here every week talking to small business owners about their everyday struggles, stresses, and ways they have been able to overcome the challenges of running their business. We welcome questions and comments, so please feel free to email us at admin at plemonscpa.com. We hope you enjoy, and above all, we hope it helps. Welcome to the Hustle, Juggle, and Struggle of Small Business. I am your host, Thalia Williams, and today we have in our studio Chris Hughes of SCORE. Welcome, Chris. Thank you, Thalia. It's good to be here. I'm so glad to have you. So let's talk a little bit about SCORE and what it is and who they are partnered with. We argue a lot of times about who's the least known entity and helping entrepreneurs in this city or across the nation. Actually, it's SCORE. SCORE has been in existence, believe it or not, for close to 60 years. We've got 300 chapters around the country and probably 11,000 volunteers because it's an all-volunteer organization. So um, what we do is to help people who are in business, entrepreneurs, or those who are thinking about getting into business counsel them. Mostly we try to listen. If we're doing our job right, we just listen to what they have in terms of experience or expertise and try to sort of guide them in a direction that would lead to their success, we all hope. Oh, excellent. So who are you partnering with? When I say SCORE, I mean, are you partnered with the state of Texas? Whom are you partnered with? So we are what's called a resource partner with a small business administration. So there are there's we are in the SPDC out of out of uh, colleges and universities. There's one in, with the UTSA here, uh, and the Women's uh, Business Center. So um, yeah, we are uh, overseen, shall we say, by the SBA and uh, they by Congress. So uh, what little bit of funding we get that trickles down, we use for mostly uh, part-time administrative assistance. But, uh, yeah, so we are with them, and we're linked with them, and they've it's a good, good relationship we have with the SBA. That's nice. So what is the purpose of your agency? You talked about mentoring, I'm mm-hmm. going to say, but yeah. also connecting small businesses with their true inner self or their true business ideas. So give us yeah. a little bit about that. Yeah, so um, – yeah, what we are is an organization that's been around a long time, and we're mostly ex-either business owners or people that have been in business. So there's a lot of expertise that's uh, derived from failures and mistakes and that sort of stuff that we've done in business. So um, we try to help people through the, well, the struggle, shall we say. Uh, a small business is, is uh, well... Everybody for the last year has been suffering dramatically, and we have seen a significant increase, frankly, in the number of people who have sought help or have, you know, decided because of whatever reason that now is the time for them to pursue the dream that they've had about uh, an idea that they've had. So um, that's the basis of what we do, and because we have so many that are experienced, and we've gotten a lot more members, actually, in the last year in a nice. pretty active agency or, or chapter now. Um, so and a lot of we've got more women, more minorities, more uh, people in the chapter who have been very active. W- one of the things that's been um, probably a blessing, if there is one, out of this pandemic is that, um, as everybody knows, everybody's gone virtual and everything. So we've been doing that with workshops, and we've been doing a lot, a lot more mentoring. We're probably doing 
40 percent plus the mentoring wow. uh, mentoring sessions that we had from a year ago and we have a lot more clients we have a lot more clients that we've done um shall we say follow-up <clears throat> excuse me sessions with mm-hmm. so um it's been it's been very very active over the last year well, how do you support them? I hear you talk about virtual now mm-hmm. so and the physical mentoring. Mm-hmm. How else do you support small businesses? Well, um, yeah, as we said that about Zoom and all of the sessions, that it's actually become more convenient for us to be able to do that because uh, people don't have to travel to where we had in terms of offices. We had one in the library uh, with the uh, – um, Launch uh, SA. Launch SA, sorry. Yeah, so Launch SA, and we had uh, – an office that was adjacent to where on the same floor actually that the SBA has in the federal building downtown. Those are, you know, not necessarily the most convenient places to meet with people. So um, because we've been on zoom uh, across the country, we've been able to meet with a, a lot more people and we have access that way uh, to, you know, show them live, if you will, the websites that are available, whether it's Texas Gov or, Launch SA or other websites that have resources around the city. And there's quite an infrastructure, really, not well known, maybe, right. for entrepreneurs in this city. Uh, we, as a matter of fact, at SCORE are, are members of uh, the ESO, the Entrepreneurial Support Organization, which has, I don't know, 76 different agencies, I guess, that are um, supporting entrepreneurs and small business in the town. So nice. Um, we, we can... Um, not just the expertise that we have, but link them up with some other resources that are available in the city too. Nice, nice. So what are the benefits of working with SCORE? Well, I think um, uh, to repeat the expertise that people that are in the organization have and the ability for us now virtually again to tap into some specific expertise that maybe our chapter doesn't have, but other chapters across the country have. So we can give not just general uh, guidance for people. Um, I have a client who, <laughs> believe it or not, is in Paris. Uh, and uh, though she's... Mm, Parle-fou Francais. Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> well, I can't go that far. I can okay. say we, but that's about it. <laughs> um, but uh, linked up with... Uh, she was in the... She has a, an idea about a garment and linked her up with somebody where else besides Paris and New York. Uh, so we have a mentor in New York who's uh, very active in the in the industry and was able to help her as well. So... Um, that's one of the other benefits is just having the, the uh, national scope of the agencies that uh, we can tap into for specifics. So are there unlim- unlimited mentorships? I mean, can I come to you with my idea in my head and then what? You'll walk me through the process. You'll grow me up to where it's actually a legitimate business? Yeah, I, yes. That's a good way of putting it. Yes. <laughs> so, so uh, yeah, we have um, – you know, the the process is really to try to get a foundation. What's the understanding that people have? Many people have an idea, uh, and they've been told by their family and friends, uh, you ought to be make a business out of that. But, right. You make great cakes, Grandma. Right, exactly. You, Open a restaurant. Right. Yeah. So, yeah, we try to give them a touch of reality about uh, the toughness that's associated with it and the, and the homework that's required to mm-hmm. be a successful business. And so it's not just the particular expertise you have, but it, if, if, if you have that, you can end up with a great job, uh, 
but you probably won't end up with a business. So there's several factors that are associated with having a successful business. The entrepreneur, you need to be a manager and you need to be a technician. So those things are combined in what's a successful business. So we try to walk the people through that. Some of them maybe get frustrated uh, over the amount of homework that they have to do uh, to do that. But the ones who are really listening and take it in, uh, and we've got uh, a number of good success stories, frankly. I'm sure because I'm looking at when I was a mentor with SCORE, yeah. it was an interesting adventure because you see the potential, but you couldn't do it for them. Right. They right. had to go and do it themselves. Right. Now, does SCORE offer any programs in conjunction with the SBA to assist those small business owners or entrepreneurs? Well, we do, and we um, – I mean, the SBA has a number of different programs and a, different, a, a, a number of different um, avenues, shall we say, for people to have access to capital and other elements that are necessary for a successful business. But we've got – SCORE has a library on the main website and our local website of, of – I don't know. It's an overwhelming number of webinars and uh, presentations that are available to people. We try to filter those that are applicable to the candidate that we're talking about or the business owner that we're talking about. And so uh, whether there's recorded webinars or live webinars or or whatever, there's a, a tremendous library of resource available on SCORE. Hi, I'm here with Chris Hall from Pontum Financial. Chris, I've heard you talk about difference between working in your business and working on your business. Could you elaborate a little bit for us? One of the biggest things that we see with business owners is spending the proper amount working on your business versus working in your business. And as business owners grow, whether it's a product or service that they're distributing to the public, their attention tends to be pulled more away from working on the business to primarily or only working in the business. And that can create some real headache down the line. I'll give you a prime example. About 15 to 20 years ago, whenever some of these businesses really started to get established and started to take off, their entity selection for that particular type of business was established in a particular way. Some of the different business entities out there now weren't even available at the time. Nobody really wants to go sit down with an attorney unless they absolutely have to. But attorneys are a prime source of information for, hey, are we doing this correct it worked really well when we first started this business, but is that what we want it to do? Is it doing what it needs to be doing? Is it serving the function that it needs to be serving? And is it going to be flexible enough to be able to make changes down the line? So how do we review that? And who do we bring into the conversation to analyze the different options that we have? If we wanted more information from you in Pontum Financial, how can we reach you? One of the best ways to reach me is to just call our office. We're right here in San Antonio off of 281 and Bitters. Uh, our office phone number is 210-625-4845. You can follow us on uh, Facebook. We're on LinkedIn as well, pontumfinancial.com, and it's P-O-N-T-E-M, Latin for bridge. So building the bridge from where you are to where you want to go. Great. Thank you, Chris, so much. Thank you so much. Appreciate it. Chris Hall is a partner with Pontum Financial and offers securities and investment products and services through Waddell and Reed Inc. WRI member FINRA slash SIPC. Pontum Financial is a separate entity from WRI. 
why would a business really need SCORE? Why would they even want to come to you? What makes you different, if at all, from any of the other support systems? Well, um, I keep harping on uh, the level. And, uh, of course, you can't see the gray hair on a uh, on an audio presentation. But the experience that we have and the expertise that we have has been invaluable to some people because we've been through a lot of the mentors that have been in SCORE have been through the war, shall we say, in terms of uh, success and failure. Talk about uh, some the, of the industries that you guys represent. Well, it's quite a variety. I have a lot of manufacturing experience from uh, you know, basic steel products to airplanes to transit rail cars to food beverage equipment. So uh, there's a lot of different expertise that people have in um, uh, distribution, uh, in trucking industry, in industrial real estate or, or commercial real estate. Um, so there's a, a wide variety of expertise. And one of the other things I've said is that um, if we don't have it, if the particular mentor doesn't have it, uh, then they can always go to another mentor, even in another city, to get the expertise. We try to get with the foundation. Almost all business uh, has a, a foundation that's similar, regardless of the industry or regardless of the particular product that somebody has. So we try to get that foundation laid first. If it comes, and some people come to us with a specific, particular question. And we have to reel them in sometimes. They think they know what they need, but they really don't have the foundation yet. That's so you become investigators it. almost. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, we and try to layers. And, yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> try to ask them enough questions to find out what kind, what level of understanding they have about business. Because a lot of people, as you know, you were in the business and you were great. Uh, you. That that uh, a lot of people have an idea, but translating that idea into a business is a it's a different proposition. True enough. True enough. And with SCORE being all over the country, that means that our audience, wherever they may be, there could be a SCORE chapter where they are. It's very likely there is, yeah. So, yeah, they can reach out uh, and just do SCORE.org on the website uh, to do some research. And then we ask people to put in a little bit of of uh, information about themselves and their idea in order to try to direct, in some cases, the client to the appropriate chapter into the appropriate uh, mentor. So with the pandemic that did come across and has not totally abated yet, mm-hmm. you did mention how you've been able to mentor more people because of it. Have you seen pivots in, indiv- in individuals or businesses that were doing one thing and then they wanted to pivot because of the pandemic and come to you to get assistance to do something else? Yeah. As, as you can imagine, this is made people um, do a lot of thinking about things. The more successful foundation that's been put in, at least in my experience and people that we've talked to during this pandemic, um, the better they were able to adapt or to pivot, if you will, their business. They Mm -hmm. needed to change, in some cases, some of the offerings they had. They needed to go virtual in, in terms of some of the business applications that they had. But the ones who had the better foundation were the ones who succeeded. Now that's a gross oversimplification because some people have been, we're in a business, as you know, the restaurant business has just been decimated because of, of this. And there's just a limit to what can be done. But those that have succeeded have found out how to get curbside and delivery and that sort of stuff. And many other businesses that were doing physical contact with people have had to adapt and had to pivot. Uh, but we've seen a lot of that. And there's some 
there's some good stories and there's some horror stories too. Oh, this, with anything, yeah, I'm yeah, sure. Yeah. So, what do you consider a good foundation? Talk about that a little bit. Well, I, I said I think it's a, it's good to understand, and I I, I direct people a lot not to because uh, I have no bring in the book, but there there is a good book that's called The E Myth by Michael Gerber that does a tremendous job, I think, of giving people what's the foundation of a of a true business as opposed to a job. As I said before, there's an entrepreneur and a manager and a technician. And many people come to us and, and want to start a business that have the technical expertise, but they don't have the other. And so they, they can down the road get themselves into a lot of trouble because uh, there's some aspects of the business people don't want to deal with. I was glad to hire an accountant. I get rid of that. I don't need to be bothered with that. And then they realize after a while they're overdrawn in their account or there's and they don't other, understand why yeah they have no idea why well i gave that responsibility well that's abdication not not delegation so the foundation includes all aspects of a business that are necessary for success wow that is true that's very true yeah. and i know with the chapter here they have a lot of mentors that are in the franchise space correct yes they have a lot of mentors that's in the hotel service industry space very good yes and the challenge obviously like you said with the restaurants they got decimated and then the hotel space did too what advice would you give someone who is thinking about a business but they aren't real sure you know i kind of like this i kind of like that what do you what type of advice would you offer well that's what we'd like to to speak with them about and try to find out what's driven them to this point and whether it's a positive or a negative drive that they're having. I just can't stand the boss. I don't want to work for anybody else forever. Well, you're always going to be working for somebody. And <laughs> True. Your, your, your customers may be, may be more difficult than your ex-boss was. So it's trying to, again, back to understanding what the drive is and what the passion is that they have and how much passion they have and how much willing to work they are in terms of owning their own business. So um, it's, it's, it's again back to keep repeating, but it's questioning people uh, to understand what, what's the drive behind what they want to do. Do you find that the military offers a different mindset than, say, a civilian person? It does. There's very structured. We have a lot of military and ex-military people. Well, we have some that are in the chapter, too, that are mentors. Um, that they do have a structure and and are frankly very disciplined in some cases about what they want to do and how driven they are to do it. So uh, yeah, that's I. It's a. It's been in my experience of the clients that I've had who have had military experience. It's been very good. Nice, very good. nice. So there's hope for the military people that are retire <laughs> here in San Antonio. Yeah, there's a lot of people who who are here and who are. Um, wanting to get into business and there's spouses of military people who, you know, is, you know, get moved around mm-hmm. and uh, you know, they're in a new city in a new uh, area or a new culture, whatever. And, and wanting to realize a dream that they've had, but have been yanked from here to there. So yeah, there's a lot of that too. Nice. Nice. Yeah. So with you all being virtual, do you find that you mentioned how many more people you're able to reach? Mm-hmm. Do you find that the retention rate of those people coming back for more assistance is greater than, say, the physical uh, interaction we used to get? That's because- it. 
you know, we used to say, hey, come back when you do X, Y, Z, A, B, C. And then they'd be like crickets. You'd never see them again. They ghost us. Okay. Yeah, yeah, right, right. But in the virtual environment, do you find more come back for assistance or, hey, I did this and blah, blah, blah. Or is it almost the same? No, it's it's been tremendously improved in terms of what, what as you probably know, there was a there's statistics that are kept on a one and done rate. So you see a person one time and that's the end of it. We've seen many, many more follow-on uh, clients than we've had in the past. So I think, yes, the virtual world has helped that. And so, uh, yeah, I, th- that statistic is one that we've been improved. I think when I looked at that yesterday or the day before, it's like the upper 40s or 50% of the people, and it used to be like 20%. So mm. there's, a, there's a lot more follow-on. That's Two things, good. I think. One, one is the help that's needed is more acute now than it probably was in past years. But the second is the virtual world has helped, frankly. Wow. So that's it's uh, my – well, it doesn't matter what my belief is, but that's it's going to change the world of business uh, because of the success associated with people virtually. I mean, there's some negatives to it too, and there's nothing to there's nothing to beat a good handshake and, and uh, getting to know people. Right, that eye-to-eye. Right, eye right, right, right. Okay. Yeah, that does make a difference. Got you. So what's kind of on the horizon for the San Antonio score chapter? Well, we continue to grow. We get more uh, clients and we have more mentors now. Uh, We've got some people that are in positions of helping in the workshops that has greatly improved. So um, I think it's serving more. And as you know, the population in San Antonio is mushrooming. It continues to grow. So there's going to be more opportunity and uh, for people to start their own business and to be in business. So we see it as just uh, continuing up, up trend of growth. Okay. Well, how can someone take advantages, one of your services and two, if they want to become a mentor, how could they do that? Well, to go to, uh, yeah, that's great. Uh, either the score.org or the San Antonio.score.org. Either one of those websites will direct people in both directions, whether you're seeking a mentor or you're seeking to volunteer. Uh, they can go to that website and there's a simple little questionnaire uh, to be uh, filled out and then uh, we can move from there. So people coming into the organization who want to give back, who've been through the trials and tribulations of a business and want to try to give back and help people, and we get a lot of that. Um, there's gr- tremendous opportunities for people. We've, we've, we still don't have a filled out structure as far as some of the uh, support. Uh, in the committees, if you will, that we have, like like outreach and fundraising and things of that nature. So, <laughs> so we're continually looking for uh, more volunteers. What's the time commitment? Well, that's really flexible, really flexible. People, uh, we like to have them uh, be able to devote a day a week uh, if they can, but if they can't, and there's other avenues for them to participate. We get some who are uh, just volunteers, uh, and we have some people who are doing just that, volunteering, not mentoring. We have others that are doing workshop presentations and don't do mentoring. So there's a lot of different avenues for people to contribute uh, beyond just counseling or mentoring people. Sanantonio.score.org. Well, thank you so much, Chris Hughes, for coming in to our studio. Oh, yes, definitely. We have to do this more often. Yeah, we should. No doubt. And thanks for the job that you're doing. Oh, you're very welcome. You're very welcome. Well, once again, you all, this is Chris Hughes from SCORE. We welcome any questions or comments, so please hit us up. We thank you and have a great day.
For more information about any of our guests, or if you have questions and comments, please email us at admin at plemonscpa.com. And don't forget to check out our website, plemonscpa.com, for upcoming events and workshops in San Antonio. David B. Plemons CPA Inc. is providing this podcast as a public service, but it is neither a legal interpretation nor a statement of David B. Plemons CPA Inc. policy. Reference to any specific product or entity does not constitute an endorsement or recommendation by David B. Plemons CPA Inc. The views expressed by guests are their own, and their appearance on the Hustle, Juggle, and Struggle of Small Business podcast does not imply an endorsement of them or their concepts or any entity they represent. Views and opinions expressed by David B. Plemons CPA Inc. employees are those of the employees and do not necessarily reflect the views of David B. Plemons CPA Inc. or any of its officials. You should always consult your own investment advisors, attorneys, and accountants before making any decisions concerning your financial matters. If you have any questions about this disclaimer, please contact our office. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.